You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back to the Chris and Joe Show, presented to you by SB Nation and Big Blue View. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by Chris Flum, and we are giving you more reaction and recap from day two of NFL free agency. Two more moves have happened for the New York Giants. Not the most attractive moves, but still filling needs. And also not the biggest name players currently on the market, but still, like I said, Filling needs the Giants have and making moves to improve the current roster. Now, there's still plenty of other guys out there. We'll talk about some of the names that have already been taken off the board by other teams. But the first signing that we saw extremely early in the morning on Tuesday was Blake Martinez, linebacker from the Green Bay Packers and also played at Stanford, is signing with the New York Giants on a three-year $30 million deal. The 26-year-old has 512 career tackles. And in last season, he had his best statistical year with 155 tackles and five tackles for loss. So not the biggest name that we discussed in terms of available linebackers, Chris, but still filling a need and getting a talented guy to step in and play in the middle of this defense after cutting Alec Ogletree. Yeah, definitely. I'm the addition of Martinez, or it, it is Martinez, right? It's not Martinez. I would assume so. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think so. We'll, we'll go with Martinez. We'll go with Martinez. Uh, yeah, his addition, it, it does make me wonder a little bit what the Giants' defensive defensive scheme is going to going to look like. From everything I've been able to find out about him, he's a very smart player, a very good communicator. Doesn't have the greatest range, and the Packers' defensive scheme was really set up to funnel tackles to him, just funnel plays into the middle where he could really clean up and make those tackles, which is part of the reason why he has such high tackle numbers. It's similar to why uh, A.J. Hawk had, bi- had big tackle numbers when he was the Packers' middle linebacker. So I do wonder if the Giants might not be set up somewhat similarly. After all, Patrick Graham was the Packers linebackers coach two years ago, so it wouldn't be a huge surprise to see at least some similar concepts in use. I have confirmed it is pronounced Blake Martinez. Found a video of Peter Schrager saying Martinez, but oh, that's he was you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was used to a productive extent in Green Bay, and we do see a bit of success in the middle for these linebackers, for the Packers, for uh, an extended period of time. Not not particularly in talking about the regime on, under Matt LaFleur, just because he's only been there for a year, but with 
Mike McCarthy, like you said, A.J. Hawk, and then also Blake Martinez. And then also you could talk about Clay Matthews as he transitioned from being a pass rusher to more of a linebacker. They've developed linebackers well, and Martinez did look very good at times in his four-year career with the Packers. Very consistent, and, and one of the things that I, I've seen written up on him is that he has all the tools to be a, a real superstar at the linebacker position, but is just a hair inconsistent at various things. He tends to rack up a lot of missed tackles. He's not super consistent in coverage, but it's a matter of what we going back to what you hear from Joe Judge, taking the strengths of guys and using it to your advantage. Well, if you have a guy that is consistent and reads well and plays good in the middle of your defense, then he can elevate the rest of the guys around you as long as you don't force him to do things that he's not super comfortable with. That kind of, I think, might lead us towards maybe filling in some of the holes around him because the Giants really do have to build a linebacking core from scratch right now. They pretty much just have Martinez. You know, Ryan Connolly is coming back from injury. We're not sure really what he is. We don't, We didn't get to see much of him. Right now, we don't really know if Lorenzo Carter is going to be an edge in this new defense or if he might be an off-ball linebacker. We don't know really what role Jabril Peppers will play. So it is possible the Giants could be looking to move one of those guys to a linebacker or maybe getting a smart communicator of a downhill thumper. Maybe your wish will come true and they'll be get, they're starting to look seriously at Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, hopefully they they do trend in that direction. But like you said, right now the linebacker position group is really Ryan Connolly and David Mayo, who they re-signed. Maybe they decide to go with Isaiah Simmons at that pick. But if you think about it right now, they might be leaning a little bit more towards taking an offensive lineman just in terms of need and also available talent because right now they have not signed any offensive linemen and they're all flying off the shelves and pretty much completely gone not everyone is gone but a lot of guys have signed and left and all the bigger name offensive linemen have gone to other teams meaning the Giants have not really done anything to make any improvements in that realm we're going to talk about the second player that the Giants signed on day two but before we get to that we're going to take a very short commercial break Second player that the Giants signed in the morning on Tuesday was Levine Toilolo, tight end from the San Francisco 49ers, who also previous previously played with the Detroit Lions and the Atlanta Falcons. Toilolo is a bit more of a backup tight end, not going to come in and compete right away with Evan Ingram if you were thinking that's what this signing was intended to do. He's 28 years old. You're getting an enormous tight end with Toy Lolo, six foot eight, 266 pounds, gigantic for a tight end, almost five inches on Evan Ingram in terms of his size. Not a, a super athletic guy, but he has a lot of length. He can take jump balls. He can make those grabs in the red zone if you need him to. Not overly productive as he only has 97 career receptions for 996 yards and eight touchdowns in eight touchdowns. Those are his career stats, not a single season. This is ultimately, though, pretty much a move to fill in the need at backup tight end if they want to get some competition for Caden Smith because Rhett Ellison retired. Yeah, I would really look at Toilolo as a as a replacement for Rhett Ellison or somebody to push Caden Smith. He was he has basically been a non-factor as 
a receiving tight end really throughout his career. Yeah, he's never had more than two touchdowns in a season and never had more than 264 yards in a season. So I am not really looking at him as a receiving option, maybe in short yardage situations, you know, where you just need that instant separation that basically being an NBA size tight end can afford you. But just as a receiving weapon, I I don't think he's really going to push Evan Ingram there. So assuming Evan Ingram is in the Giants' future plans, I think we should look at Toilolo really as more of an extra lineman the Giants can bring on in like two tight end sets if they either want to show run or just try to try to show that they can run the ball when they want to run the ball. There's no contract details out right now. The the minute that we're recording the show that could very well change, but not really sure what he's being signed for and for how long. But like you said, just the depth piece, an extra added layer to the tight end group, not really bringing a guy in that's going to compete with Caden Smith and Evan Ingram to start over them, but rather depth added weapons to the arsenal for Daniel Jones and just an extra blocking piece if needed in multiple tight end sets. The third signing by the New York Giants in free agency was Kyler Fackrell, another Green Bay Packer going to the New York Giants. Fackrell is an edge rusher, outside linebacker, also known as the freak, according to Pro Football Reference. Uh, outside, linebacker, outside linebacker, edge rusher, 245 pounds. He's also six foot five, and he's got a bit of an in- interesting career history. We were diving into and looking at what his background really was because his first two years in the league, first of all, he was a 25-year-old rookie, but his first two years in the in the league, he had five sacks total, not really a ton of production or really seeing a lot of field time. But in his third year in 2018, he had a huge explosion, 10 and a half sacks, 42 combined tackles, 12 tackles for loss, and 12 quarterback hits. Those are not crazy numbers, but those are still pretty productive numbers for not being on the field for pretty much every single down. However, as soon as the Packers made all of these big free agency moves, particularly bringing in Zadarius and Preston Smith, his production went all the way down to one sack and two tackles for loss. So he got a little bit buried behind those two guys did not really get to see what his ceiling was capable of because his growth was essentially stunted. So they're getting this this 28-year-old edge rusher who has potential that we've seen, but you're not really entirely sure what we're getting. Yeah, this is potentially a high upside, low-risk signing for the Giants. Yeah, Only $4.5 million, only one year. Hopefully, you're going to be getting the 10.5 sack guy and not the 2, 3, or 1 sack guy. You know, the a player that the, his previous team, it seemed like almost kind of gave up on. So hopefully, they gave up on him prematurely. Again, Patrick Graham was his coach that one great year. So maybe he saw something. He knows how to get that upside out of him. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens with this one. Yeah, it's interesting that you pointed out that Patrick Graham was coaching him 
in Green Bay. So that makes this signing make all the more sense that he really liked what he was getting out of him and then leaves with Mike McCarthy. They bring in the new coaching staff and he gets buried because they're trying to spend all of this money and bring in top quality premier pass rushers uh, last season. So they didn't really get to see things played out with Fackrell. The Giants could very well be getting a guy that can step in and give 10.5 sacks. Maybe he's more of a rotational edge rusher. We talked about this at the end of yesterday's show when we were speculating potential other cheaper options. Talking about Kyle Van Noy, who ended up signing with the Dolphins, and Jordan Jenkins, who's still on the market. Well, Fackrell seems to be a, a clear cheap rotational option for him to step in and he has some necessary traits that'll help him be productive at times and hopefully you're getting at least more than his three sack ceiling uh, that he was having in these other years besides that 10 and a half sack season to wrap up today's show we are going to fill you in on some of the names that have missed and gone to other teams that we talked about that were guys we were watching and hoping that the Giants would sign to fill needs. We're going to let you know where they they ended up signing. First one being Brian Balaga, offensive tackle of the Green Bay Packers, going to the San Diego, sorry, Los Angeles Chargers. I swear, we'll, we're going to make that mistake. Yeah, one, for of, years. one of us always makes that mistake when we say Chargers. Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> and now watch out for the Raiders coming yeah, up. Yeah, Las Vegas uh, Raiders, too. Uh, signed uh, Corey Littleton to a, a contract to play linebacker for them. That obviously does not really affect the Giants because they had signed Blake Martinez before the Littleton signing. Also another linebacker, Joe Schobert, going to the Jaguars, someone who we projected and speculated being an option to play at that Mike linebacker position, but not really an option because they were intent on getting Martinez. And then the last player that we talked about being a, a bit of a cheaper option compared to signing Jadeveon Clowney was Vic Beasley, and he signed with the Tennessee Titans. So pretty big names already flying off the board. More and more guys are starting to have contracts in place before the league year actually even starts. So the Giants got to move quickly if they want to get themselves one of the other remaining bigger names. Yeah, and I do think it's somewhat interesting that Littleton and Schilbert both went on contracts that are relatively similar, at least in terms of average per year value, for what the Giants signed Martinez to. So that seems to be the market right now for the linebackers. Vic Beasley, he did come through as being cheaper than Jadavian Clowney. He was signed for, I believe, just a one-year, $9.5 million prove-it deal. So perhaps that's what the market for these kind of second, third tier edge players will be. So just things to keep our eye on as you know we go through the night and leading up to four o'clock tomorrow when all of this goes down for really for real, not just in principle. And as you may know, anything really could happen before that actual signing period starts where the contracts are being inked by players because if you remember last year Anthony Barr had an agreement in principle to sign with the New York Jets but ended up choosing to go back to the Vikings before that period actually had started so anything can happen some guys could become available despite being considered and reported to have been signing with a specific team 
That's all we have for you on today's show. Thank you for tuning in and staying up to date with us on the latest movings in free agency. Be sure to rate and subscribe wherever you're listening to us and also follow us on social media. You can follow us at Big Blue View. You can follow me at Joe DeLeon and you can follow Chris at Raptor MK. I, I make sure to stay up to date with us as we're going to continue to recap every single day. The Giants are making moves and signing players during free agency. More to do's, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.